What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Live from WIP Studios in Huntington Beach, California, this is What's Your Position? On today's show, we talk about fantasies. Our eyes locked, our hands touched, and she whispered in my ear, Dude, your balls totally rule. And now, your host, Ashley Weller. Welcome, fellow humans. Don't turn me down to another episode of... Well, I'm glad you didn't scream. What's Your Position podcast. I know you love your humans. I love my humans. I love them all. (laughs) Just wonderful creatures. Did you know that 98% of people report experiencing fantasies? I would hope so. I would hope so, too. Who are those 2% that don't have fantasies? I don't know. Dude, even like murderers have fantasies. Even people who are self-reported a have asexuality, like they don't, they aren't sexual individuals to begin with. Even they report having sexual fantasies. Um, so yeah, it's just, just 2%. I mean, it might just be shame. It might just be guilt. They might all. You know what I mean? Because here's you, a question I have. What are you I doing have. during the day? Right? all the time. Right? Here's a question I have, though. Like, what about people who have sex dreams? Because a lot of people have sex dreams, and especially people who are, like, sexually repressed, I feel like, would have more sex dreams. Yeah. And then do you then classify that as a fantasy because you don't have control over it? Because it's, like, happening in your dream, and you don't really have control over your dreams, right? So I I guess... I do too. Actually, sometimes I can lucid dream. You've never lucid dreamed before? It gets to a point where I, my brain goes, okay, you know what you're doing. Wake up. See, no, the rules are broken. I can hover, and that's usually when I can fly in my dreams, is if I know that I'm dreaming, I'll jump really high, and then I'll fly. Mm. Usually it's right uh, when I'm about to come is when I'm about to wake up in my sex dream. Solid. <laughs> I've never had so a wet dream. Rude. What? I, I hear bad, like, oh, I had a wet, you know, a wet dream. Well, oh, it was so bad. It sounds, it sounds awesome. Right? Having an orgasm in your sleep? Never had one. Oh, yeah. I, I do. Oh. I actually do a lot, honestly. Does that happen more with women than guys? Actually, I don't know. But yeah. I do know that um, as far as sex dreams are concerned, there is research that says 93% of men and 86% of women have sex dreams. Uh, and that research suggests up to 10% of all dreams are sex dreams. Stomach sleepers have the most sex dreams. Robert Maine, I will give you five extra credit points if you can tell me why stomach sleepers have more sex dreams. Uh, I'm guessing because the genitals are against the mattress. That is correct! <laughs> yes. I needed that five points. Five extra credit points for you. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know necessarily if you can technically say a sex dream is a fantasy. So maybe those 2% have sex dreams and they yeah, don't want to talk really about can, it. You yeah, can't. can't control it. No. Because like it's some people. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You might have a sex dream. I just. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. I had a dream when I was like 15 years old. Uh, and this is terrible now, but when I was younger, it was even worse because I was so embarrassed. I had a sex, uh, not a sex dream, but I had a dream that the pastor of my church walked out of my bathroom naked. And I was so embarrassed 
for him. Be sure that's a fantasy. Or it was, wasn't real. It, it, it wasn't. Real? It okay. wasn't real. I just remember waking up and feeling immense guilt, and then not wanting to go to church because I was so embarrassed of like the fact that in my dream I saw him naked, and I thought like God was gonna fucking punish me or some bullshit. Yeah, that's what he's gonna do. Right. By the way, do you know what my quote was? No. Our eyes locked, our hands touched, and she whispered in my ear, dude, your balls totally rule. No, what is that? There's a, it's always stunning. Uh, there's an episode. <laughs> Why is that an awe? It's a good one. Because I a, wouldn't have gotten it. I know, but it's a good episode. Dennis, uh, an, exo- or an, an erotic life, he writes, uh, it was basically like, remember, um, what was that book on Oprah? million little pieces Mm -hmm. and then he lied about it right it was kind of a twist on that he writes this book about all of his sexual fantasies and it turns out like none of them are real he wasn't a sexual uh aficionado uh, for john bon jovi oh my god (laughs) he writes all these things but then they try to recreate it's a great episode oh damn it maybe i should that's him reading from his his novel a lot of people (laughs) think that fantasies are the same thing as desires. And I think that's kind of where people tend to like hide what their fantasies are because they're, they think that if they say it out loud, people are going to think they actually want to do that. Like somebody may have a fantasy of being a mermaid and having mermaid sex. Right. Mm, I have a fossilophobia. What is it called? Fossilophobia? Yeah, the fear of, fear like, of deep, deep ocean. Yeah, I don't want any <laughs> mermaids around me at all. Obviously, these people yeah. don't want to fuck fish. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? Or like, a lot of people have fantasies about like I don't know, gangbangs, and they don't necessarily want that in real life, but the thought of it is arousing to them. So I wanted to just clarify beforehand: fantasy does not always equal desire, does not always equal behavior. However. I have a statistic. Kind of threw me off. You usually do your tip. First. I know. I actually was going to do my tip and then I did my stand. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I'm on it. That's my bad. <laughs> so, Justin Lee Miller, who is like my gigantic nerd crush, um, he wrote. Uh, a textbook that I used last semester. Uh, He wrote an amazing book called Tell Me What You Want, which is the science of sexual desire and how it can help you improve your sex life. Sitting right here. It is sitting right here in front of us. It was an accidentally uh, knocked some beer onto it. So I'm really sorry, dude. That's okay. But not over. Think that he would care. Um, Justin Lee Miller did an extensive survey on the sexual fantasies and desires of the American population. Over 4,000 people responded He collected data from all over the United States, from all different genders, from all different sexual orientations. It was actually pretty equally split between men and women, like 49.4 and 49.6%. And 79% of people said that they want to act on their favorite fantasy. So fantasy does often equal desire, but not always. 73 or 79% said that they would act on their fantasy. So that's like 20% that don't necessarily want to act on their fantasy. They just want to enjoy it, whatever. How many people, what percentage of people have actually acted on their fantasy? Hmm. I was just kind of thinking too, is this, are 
doing your fantasies, mm-hmm. do you think it is is a um, a class not a class thing, but like a f- <clears throat> do you think? Do you maybe think, do I think people, it's a privilege pe- thing? People in the in that live in a first world have more time and freedom to do these versus people in the third world that need to just live and survive and like fantasies are like on the back burner like we're gonna fuck but yeah we're not we're not we're just gonna be like for a procreation maid. right like, i don't have money to buy you a maid costume right now so <laughs> we'll do you know what i mean does yes. that make sense yes it does so i think it is kind i of do a, think that a, a privilege sexuality <laughs> is a privilege yeah i think that fantasies and desires are are a privilege um i do think that in countries where religion is heavily uh influenced um a lot of people don't even feel good about themselves having fantasies so why would they share it with their partners so yes i do think that it it is a privileged behavior and thought process hobby hobby it's kind of a hobby i'm gonna say it could be. i'm gonna say 50 percent. you're gonna say 50 percent. I, I know it's kind of a bullshit number but i think about how you said 89 percent I said 79, 79. Sorry. said they want, want to act to. or would act. Yeah. So, so that, that number includes. Yeah. I'm going to say 50, but I'm hoping it's over the hill. Okay. Over the, so we'll all right. We'll come back to it. We'll no, yeah, we're coming back. Stay to tuned. That. Stay tuned. So according to Justin LaMiller's research, I've read his book cover to cover. I assigned it as a, as a book in my class. So I've talked about it a ton of times. I had him come into my class to talk about certain aspects of the book. Um, and <laughs> coming in the class aspects. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> but I did want to give you a couple of uh, uh, tips or a tip, a singular tip, uh, before we get into fantasies. Tip I heard there's no uh, Nathaniel Hornblow told me there's no auto tune on that. Really? It's perfect. They're the the singers he got for that, perfect. Are you working um with Nathaniel on Bunky's theme song? We're I'm having our people talk to his people for our debunk cap BMI stuff. Debunking so. episode or debunking segment? Yeah. We're throwing <laughs> names out. That's really good. I don't think that's on the list, but yeah. We'll good. work on that. Tip of the day. It is masturbation May. Um <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> it's also mental health awareness month. Yes. And masturbation is good for your mental health. I was supposed to do a podcast today with Desire on Fire. And unfortunately for everyone involved, one of the lovely hosts of Desire on Fire woke up today and did not feel well. And we were going to talk about masturbation. So in honor of them, my tip for today is rub one out. It can help lower your risk of prostate cancer. It actually makes you have better orgasms with your partner and make you last longer with your partner. Tones up the muscles in the pelvic floor area. It boosts your immunity because having an orgasm and ejaculation in men can actually strengthen cortisol, which is a uh, a hormone that we need that maintains our immune system in very small doses. Um, it can boost your mood, mental health, and masturbation. I kind of think they go hand in hand. <laughs> hand, hand. This might be oh, kind God. of a personal question, but mm. um God, don't do that on this podcast. <laughs> well, we are cousins. That is kind of weird. Fair. But fair. Do you use one hand? You are you like a right hander? I'm a right handed. I'm a right handed person. Do you ever switch it? 
I don't switch hit unless there's something wrong with my right hand. Right. But then I almost would just say never mind hmm. because it's so difficult to Kevin be dexterous. Dexterous. <laughs> At that point, I'm just gonna be like, can you just come up here? Like, yeah. I'm just do it for me. Can you just come up here and do this, please? Like, I'm not <laughs> in the mood to like have actual yeah. sex. Can you just come up? That's the benefit Thank of you. marriage, I guess. Yeah. It is. It's Kevin walked in and flipped me off earlier, and Robert goes, "Is that marriage?" And I'm like, "Yeah." But it's also but it was loving. It was very loving. It was very. Then he came back and kissed her. He did. <laughs> It's a fact, but it is also having your partner masturbate you when your hands are broken. I I broke my wrist. Oh. I think it was like twelve oh, or thirteen. God. Dude, prime masturbation. Prime. And that was rough. I bet. That was rough. No cell phones either. Oh my god. Yeah. So, but the the lefty thing, I do it every once in a while. Throws throws, throws it. Throws it. It's like, whoa, my body's like, whoa, is it the stranger? What are you doing? Well, kinda. <laughs> throwing it out there so. <laughs> i'm sure dudes do that more than girls do that's an interesting question actually i, I actually think girls would do it more i don't know i want to ask that i'm gonna ask that question of the what's your oh, position community 69 game that's a question which oh hand you masturbate uh, write that down producer uh masturbation can help you fall asleep faster as a matter of fact this is one of the most proven ways yes. to help you fall asleep Fuck yeah. uh, it releases prolactin serotonin and oxytocin all which lead to happiness and relaxation post nut clarity hello got a ghost <laughs> post nut clarity is a thing for both men and women it can actually make you live longer hmm. men who were interviewed in well in in Wales uh who had two or more orgasms per week died at half the rate of men who had less than that number of orgasms it can improve your skin because orgasms cause an increase in blood flow it helps you get to know your body better which again goes back to mental health knowing yourself makes you a better sex partner when you know what turns you on and you know what makes you come you're able to communicate that to your partner um, you're able to tell them what you like and what you don't like which makes you be able to have orgasms with your partner easier which makes your sex life better all around and last but not least god damn it it improves heart health and mm. do you know what next month is Robert? Uh, it's prostate month. It's, it's June. men's health awareness month. Yeah. So men, it improves your heart health. So we want to make sure that everyone is reaping the benefits of touching themselves. Um, and also make sure you're doing so respectfully and responsibly. Try actually, if you want to, I hate the idea of no nut November or That's masturbationless so May. It's actually not healthy by the way. So please don't do that. However, I will challenge you to do no, like to masturbate without the use of visual aids and maybe try to masturbate with just your imagination. The spank bank. The spank bank. Yeah, old school. I do yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, just, I have actually been trying. Sure I, I just, <laughs> don't sorry. die. I'm making sure I can still do it. <laughs> I No, no, I've actually been trying to do that more um, ever since we had our porn episode. When did we do that? It seems like every episode's the porn episode. <laughs> Actually, it was one with Bunky. Uh, yeah. and, and every episode seems And like every episode is with Bunky. Um, yeah, I think what what people forget is that it, it's not masturbation or porn that's bad. It's just how you consume it, how much you consume and what you're consuming and what you're looking at and what you're attributing it to. So again, this comes back to fantasies. So you may fantasize about choking a girl um, and then you may find porn that 
emulates that behavior. And that doesn't mean you actually want to act on that behavior. So let's dive into this. Let's talk about what we fantasize about. So according to Justin Lee Miller's research, which I am going to take as law for the rest of my life, my God, when I do my podcast with him, you literally have to keep me from being a fangirl. Like I'm going to be a fangirl. It's terrible. Oh my God. Copy that. Good Lord. And he's super handsome. He's super handsome. Yeah. Is he single? He is not. And he is also gay. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure he has like a hot husband too. Yeah. Yeah. And they're Canadian. I know. The trifecta. And he has a beard. Whatever. You're going to love him. You're going to love him. You're going to love him. He looks like the Ronnie Paper Towel Man. Oh, love it. I know. So what do we think about, what do we fantasize about most? So we're going to, I'm going to list these in order from most common to least common. So when I mentioned to you who responded to this, I'm talking about every single one of his respondents. So he had individuals that identified as heterosexual, gay, lesbians, um, transsexual, uh, bisexual, pansexual, asexual. He all had the sexuals. All the sex. All of them. Everyone's sexual. Uh, <laughs> all races were represented. Uh, mixed race, Polynesian, Asian, uh, Pacific Islander, um, Hispanic, Latino. like, And it was all done in the United States of America. So it's very representative of our country. With the baseball metaphor, he's covering all his bases. He covered. He had a full team plus a DH, plus a full bench. Well, we call, uh, no, what do they call it? When they go to the playoffs, they have an extended mm. <laughs> lineup. He did. Yeah, forty man roster. I don't go. know how I feel about this. I don't know. Oh yeah, we haven't talked about like an unofficial oh sponsor God. today. We're not gonna do that one, I guess. I'm gonna have to get a different beer. I'm, I'm drinking a beer that has a uh, it's a number. I'm not gonna say it because our official sponsor is Four, Four Sons. Sons. I was uh, so I went to dinner yesterday with Nana to OG's little Four Sons thing, and they had Four Sons on tap. Well. Mm. Spoiler alert, yes. But I didn't <laughs> realize it until I was walking out. Damn I saw it. a thing on there and I was like, oh, damn, I would, because I, I wanted a cocktail. I got a vodka soda. All right, yeah. But then if I if I had a known. Which beer? I don't know. Sometimes they have vacation I skipped, on tap. I, and I, then I just I'm wasn't bummed. feeling the beers. I just skipped that I page. But damn, I would have, yeah. So, no, I hear so you. Four Sons. Four Sons, official sponsor. Uh, we need to go back there and do another episode. <laughs> they got to let us. Just you and me. <laughs> Nobody else is allowed to go. If you know, you know. Nobody is allowed to go. Um, so yeah, four sons, and I need a different beer. So I'm going to go through the top fantasies, um, and then I'm going to talk about um, who's who said them, and then we're going to take a break so Sweet. that I can get another beer because this is trash. What do we fantasize about, Robert? What do you think is the number one fantasy? fantasy? Uh, football. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> is it? No. Well, I mean, right now, it, or in a few months, it will be fantasy no, football. It is not. Um, no. Okay. No. Um, I'm gonna s- like in general for both man and woman. Yep. Or okay. what is the most common? Okay. Fantasy. Um, I'm gonna say threesome. That is accurate. Woo! That is correct. Another sir. five points. I got ten <laughs> points today, five guys. Points. Five points. Threesomes yeah. were the most commonly mentioned. Um, sort of multi-partner sex. It doesn't matter what the combo is right just it, in it general. does it oh, does it okay. does threesomes were the most com- oh no no i get what you're saying yeah. no it Devil's doesn't matter. triangle versus the right exactly triangle <laughs> yeah. versus the isosceles triangle <laughs> no acute 
two girls is a cute. It's a cute. Uh, <laughs> especially if they're short. Um, mostly people are talking about group sex. So orgies, gangbangs, threesomes. Um, that's what they mean by multi-partner right. sex. Um, when asked, right? So here's here's the craziest part. Only 5% of men have never fantasized about multi-partner sex. So 95% of men said that they have had a fantasy about multi-partner sex. That seems low to me. 95%? No, the five. Well, yeah, whatever way. I, I would, I'm, I could see guys not wanting to do that. that Fantasize. Remember. Well, I know. Fantasy doesn't mean desire. True. true. Right? And it also doesn't equal behavior. I, I get you, but so I, it, it could still just, seems low But to it me. could be a taboo thing too, yeah. like and that and that kind of helps the desire exactly, right? Right. But some people don't take that taboo the right way. You're right. You're right. Like, just no, that's that's just not me. So, so. here's cra- here's a crazy thing, right? Mm-hmm. If 95 percent of men said that they have had a group sex fantasy, what percent of women do you think have said they want a group sex fantasy? Ooh. I know, right? I'm going to say 75. 87. Okay. Still below the dudes. Below the dudes because yeah. women are typically was, like, yeah. they just are a little more quiet 95 about 95 is a pretty high number. It's a big number. Yeah. Um, so the second one is, what do you think the second one is? Oh, the second desire? Mm-hmm. Um, second biggest fantasy. Fantasy. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. There is a distinction. Um, okay. I want to think about this. And, and if you even get part of it, I'm going to give you five points. Like, part of it. Yeah. Well, because it's... It, complicated yeah it's a big umbrella okay it's like a beach umbrella it's like a pop-up tent okay hope our listeners are thinking of something i'm gonna say something to do with a like instrument like a dildo or something okay a toy there that's okay okay i will give you half credit okay it's actually power control and rough sex and it compromises various BDSM activities, so spanking or choking or okay. Uh, but not, not exactly right. But you need to do you, you need right. to have like whips and stuff just you in case. Have yeah. some toys, yeah. you know. But it's okay. I hear that. So power and control being like, um, if you think about a damsel in distress, right? And you read these books; they're called smut for <laughs> all of my. Um, and by the way, listen to the episode with my amazing uh, book club president Lauren. We talk about our favorite smut. Um, it's a good one. And this, you guys, and you guys great. read out, and some we do smut. read some smut for you on <laughs> live on air. Uh, a lot of women say that this is their favorite type of fantasy, where um, they're not forced to have sex but it's definitely something where they're like no no okay like (laughs) that's good i like that example yeah no no okay okay uh 20 of women have fantasized about uh no i'm sorry 60 percent of women have fantasized about having sex quote unquote forced onto them 25 percent say they fantasize about it often how many men, what percentage of men do you think have had a, a fantasy of for, of sex being forced upon them? I think it's more than the women. Um, 70, I'll go 75 again. It's actually lower. It's 54. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I don't want the BDSM type of dom situation, but right. like... I've had girlfriends in the past where they're like, we're having sex right now. It's like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Whoa. Like they're no, like they're like telling me, you know, that's that's cool. 
So you know what? I just realized. I just realized number three is what you're talking about with dildos. I'm taking back your points. Oh. Novelty, adventure, and variety is number three. So sexual activities that one has never done you before. Yes, I would have got it. The third one. Yeah, having sex in unique settings like outdoors. Um, this actually can overlap. This fantasy with threesomes and BDSM, if you think about like, oh, I've never done this. I've never tied up someone before. It's a big, it's a pop-up tent. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Experimenting with food, experimenting with technology and using sex toys. Pegging was actually a very large uh, uh, popular activity in, remember what pegging is? I sent from the you, BDSM episode. I sent you a video today of uh, I believe his name is Justin Thoreau, the BBC oh, guy. Oh, love him. He went yes. He, he yes. went into a uh, basically like a uh, an amateur porn. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, it's like five minutes long. Um, no, but, no, the whole series. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, and at one point the. the Justin's like, all right, and they're going to do a, a, a porn scene with like a guy and like three girls. And he's like, all right, what are you guys going to do? And the dude's like, oh, we're going to do some, you know, some oral and some pegging and this and this. And he's like, well, wait, what's pegging? And he describes what it is. And what is like, it, Robert? It's well, the way he says it's like it's when a, someone has like a strap on dildo and you do like anal. basically. Yeah. Yeah. And Justin goes, well, do you do it? He's like, oh, yeah, I love it. It's the If you ask anybody in this industry, they know I love pegging. It's like, whoa, bro. And he's well, not gay. No. He's doing three chicks, but he loves pegging. Yeah. It's no, like, it's not a gay activity. Anal sex. You, anal sex is not a homosexual activity. It is a sexual activity that stimulates different nerve endings in a different part of your body. Yeah. So... It, unfortunately for many heterosexual men l- gets looked at as oh that's gay or oh I can't do that or I'll be gay no it's actually just really I'm hot more, for some dudes I'm more in I'm not really down for it I don't want anything in my ass so exactly. I, I don't want that I'm good with just all. the dick I have plenty of fun I have with fun just my with penis that. and my balls right. I don't need I so. don't need anything in my butt we're good it hurts yeah uh, number four taboo sex or forbidden fruit so this is where the fantasies get <sighs> into a little <laughs> dude I know where you're exactly what you're going into it gets a little bit Incest, more no, no 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 well oh, yes that's big and hold right on now. hold Weird. on some of them might be considered paraphilias and some might be illegal so voyeurism is actually the number one forbidden fantasy because you can't just watch people have sex. Like that's illegal. Like that's a sex crime. Well, if you don't uh, close your curtains. Also (laughs) exhibitionism is you can't just have sex in public. Right. So we consider these things illegal in this country. But if you go to a sex club, you can fuck and people can watch you. And that could be your fantasy. While eating hot wings. While eating hot wings. Yeah. It's pretty nice. And a salad bar. I know. When and they keep the glitter out of it because they have the sneeze shields. Fucking COVID. Genius. <laughs> Voyeurism is actually the number one taboo fantasy. Now, okay. Another <laughs> another controversial taboo is incest. Twenty percent of people yeah. said that they have fantasized about it. Um, Dude, zoophilia. I, sorry, go back to the incest thing mm. before we get to the animal shit. Mm. Um, it is really. What's the word? Dis, dis, can, dis, discombobulating? 
no, it just really puts me off. Like I'm in the mood and I'm going to Pornhub. Oh, right? I know. And like the first five videos they showed me are like stepsister and stepbrother are doing, you know, fucking for no, you know, it's like, dude, wh- I know. Who? Huh? Why? I know. Huh? And it's, it's like, taboo. And it's like high quality. It they is sh- high they quality. Shoot that shit they like are AK. being paid. Yeah. Yeah. These people are like acting. At least it's now more step brother stuff it used to be like but there's a lot of mom and son ones too that make me very uncomfortable very very uncomfortable if the chick is really hot though i just turned the I just turned the volume. Yeah, I've down. heard that. I've heard. I don't want to hear them talking right. about. I don't oh, want to hear job, it. Son. No, yeah, I don't. No, to... yeah. Uh, let me give you a prize for getting straight A's. All right. Now let's get um, oh, animals. Animals. Twenty oh, percent of people said that they have had. Now, hang on. Again, this can be mythical creatures. Like, what if you okay, okay. wanted to have sex Furries with the? Okay. Like, what if you wanted to have sex with the guy from Pirates with the octopus face? What's his name? Davy Jones. Yes. What if you want to have sex with Davy Jones? Okay. <laughs> there is something called tentacle okay. tentacle porn. Yeah. We talked about it with Bunky. We did. We've talked about it with Bunky. Bunky had and then also that. dressing up as an animal to have sex um is okay. another one. I'm okay with all that. Just don't let's not have the real animals involved, oh, please. God, right? Guys and girls. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, they don't I don't know. I I I I have a hard time. Hard time. <laughs> I have a soft time with <laughs> Not a hard time. Soft. Not a, not a hard time. Flaccid time. Immediately soft. Immediately dry. Immediately dry. With that, but I I also am sex positive and don't want to yuck anyone's yum. But when it becomes something that is illegal, you know, if it goes beyond a fantasy and goes beyond your brain, um, and becomes reality, then I'm probably going to have an issue with yeah. it. Number five. This is an interesting one. Hold on. Wait. Okay. So we've covered. Uh, threesomes, uh-huh. BDSM, uh-huh. toys, uh-huh. Um, taboo, taboo. Uh-huh. Oh, that was one of okay. Um, hor- uh, horses. We um, covered that. And what was the other one before that? That's it. Oh, um, I'm gonna say. Does it have to do with like virtual? No. Hmm. Reading. Mm, solo. Okay, I don't know. Passion, romance, and intimacy. Yeah. Okay. Where's your horn? Sounds, sounds boring. <laughs> Whatever, ladies. What what do they got to say about that? They usually involve a specific person. Shocker. Um, they fulfill some sort of emotional desire or validation with that other person. 70% of people say they almost never fantasize about emotionless sex. <laughs> so even when talking about taboo sex or BDSM sex or group sex, there is typically emotional underpinnings within those fantasies. But mm. these are more like he swept me off my feet, like he lit all these candles and then he seduced me and then he pulled my clothes <laughs> off. But it's someone you know and it's romantic I'm okay and it's with hot. That. That, sounds, and, that sounds awesome. Actually. Right? Right? Like those are, I feel like that should actually be higher up on the list. Kind of a fire hazard, but you know, if you have a fire extinguisher on, on, I was going to say, say on set. <laughs> oh, I was going to say on deck. Do you know how to use a fire extinguisher? Yeah. I don't. Well, there's different kinds, but Oof. yeah, you guys probably learn. You guys don't have one in the house. I don't know. 
Yeah. I have no. I'll talk idea. to Kevin. I have no idea. You guys uh, should have fire extinguishers and an earthquake kit. We have a we have fireworks. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> do. If you guys need fireworks, hit up. I whoop whoop. Hit up position. <laughs> Number six. Down down down, <laughs> down, low. down low. Number six is non-monogamy. So a lot okay. of individuals have fantasies about actually cheating on their partners or having open relationships. <laughs> Swinging, which means trading partners, and cuckolding, which is when a man watches his uh, partner get sexually fulfilled by another partner without joining in. I get that. Is there a female version of that? I do. I do always hear that cuckolding is you know the dude seeing his wife get banged by another guy. It's it works both ways, but it is majority dudes. So sixty percent right? of men have that fantasy, right. and at thirty three percent of women do. Look at you in the stats, right? Right, right just the- on fucking hand. Um, okay, but oddly enough, people fantasize more about consensual non monogamy and swinging and being with your partner and give like trading partners mm. in the same fantasy with your partner than mm. they do about cheating. So there people have more fantasies about being with their partner and fucking other people than about cheating with other people, which I found really interesting. Makes sense though. Right. Because you don't want the guilt while you're jerking off or you know I mean, what I mean? God, whenever I have dreams that Kevin cheats on me, I wake up and want to murder him. Like Bitch. Please don't. I like it a lot. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, number seven is erotic flexibility and gender bending. So whether that means pushing the boundaries of your own sexual orientation or gymnast. changing. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Penelope. <laughs> she is a gymnast. <laughs> <laughs> gymnast. A gymnast. Sorry. It's from Club Dread. Oh, God. They are so That's broken lizard, guys. Check out their movies. There's a lot of movies that people probably don't know about. I will say this about Broken Lizard. They're not like the greatest. They're nowhere near like Mel Brooks or. No. But for goofy, stupid fucking comedy, it's great. You guys, I I understand Super Troopers. Everyone's like, well, this is a stupid movie. Beer Fest is such an underrated fucking movie, and everyone should watch it. I would actually go. If I was going to do like maybe, hold on, what's other? Oh, Club do you ever, Dread, do you ever see the uh, Puddle Cruisers? No, uh, Slam, Slam and, and Salmon. Salmon. Fuck yeah, I've seen them all. Good. Well, some people don't know about Slam and Salmon. I'm if, saying, you ever, if you ever worked in a restaurant, watch oh fucking Slam and Salmon. It's like, it's like the, waiting, but exactly. with Broken Lizard. Exactly what I was Yeah, it is. So now we're on the Social Scrutiny podcast <laughs> talking about movies. <laughs> I'll go Beer Fest, Super Troopers. Super Troopers 2. No, no Club Dread. Club Dread. Club Dread was amazing. Uh, I Club Dread and Slam and Salmon are tied for number two. Oh no, Super Troopers two beats out Slam and Salmon for me. It wasn't great. Yes, it was. It does. Will Sasso was good. Okay. Anyway, anyways, sex, fantasies, fantasies, <laughs> gender bending fantasies about cross trending, cross dressing, or changing genders um, can be overlapped into a taboo fantasy. Is that at like some in the point. middle of the act. It doesn't say like at what point they've. Uh, Is that a thing? Yeah. Could you change your I mean, that's identity? why you can't necessarily like do these in action. Like some of these fantasies can't be acted out in real life because you're not an X-Men and you can't change your fucking genitalia. Oh, man, I'm not. I know, it's terrible. Um, why do we fantasize? I'm going to talk about these and then <laughs> we're going to go to break. Um, because you're awake. 
literally because you're alive. Your brain you has nothing fantasies. better to do. Um, a lot of people have uh, fantasize when they're masturbating. Clearly, not 92% of people report fantas- uh, fantasizing while they masturbate. 69% of people report fantasizing <laughs> while they're having sex with their partner. I've never done that. I have. I get, I, I could maybe see I'm not married yet. And I think if, you know, the routine, you might have to throw something in there to spice it up for yourself. But sure. I, I've never, I've always heard that. Sometimes like, it's, I fantasize about where we are. In the middle of the act? Yeah, I'll close my eyes and I'll and I'll I'm think. More, I'm more concentrated on what's going on than like have enough time to figure out. Like, I want to think about like this is somebody else where I else. am. Like, am I outside? Could we be caught at any moment? And I and it just helps. That's a good one though, right? That, that anticipation. That, that's I know. not bad. No, I know. Uh, some people fantasize while watching TVs and movies, which makes fucking sense because if you're watching a movie with Megan Fox in it, why wouldn't you fucking fantasize about her? 60% of people say they fantasize at work. Yeah, I'm just bored. 45% of people fantasize at clubs, parties, bars, uh, or schools. What was that number? 45. And school? Uh, come on, you can't throw school and clubs together. Well, I did. It was 45 for bars, clubs, and parties, no. and 42 for school. So I just oh, mashed them. I just oh, mashed them. I see. Yeah, I think school's way higher than clubs. and. It's not. 45, oh. It's 45% for bars, clubs, and parties, and 42% for school. It's less for school. That makes sense, too. No. Because I feel like, what are you doing? Like, you're, you're listening about the fucking Pythagorean theorem, and you're not drifting off to think about fucking, oh, Sin- I'm on a beach with Cindy. No. <laughs> I would thought it would be more than 50% on that one. And then the gym is 30%. Okay, I could see that. I could, too. Yeah. For hot, sure. Hot chicks and her yeah. spanks. Or not spanks. What about her? guys? Oh, that, too. Yeah. Benching. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. When we come back. We're going to talk about what it means to have these fantasies, why we have them, uh, what kind of personalities you've got to have uh, to have a fantasy. Um, and then we're going to talk about uh, how to act upon the fantasy if you want to and, and what you can do to say to your partner to maybe get them to um, understand what you want, understand what also, you need. Uh, I got uh, like a top 10 movies that... What was it? Top 10 movies that people want to act out. Yeah. Yeah. People like the top 10 movies that are so hot, people want to act them out as a fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like the idea of you guessing. Oh, I am guessing. I'm going to guess. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be some on here. Heck yeah. Right? All right. right, We are back.
Want to get something off your chest? Have a burning sex question? Call now for a chance to be live on air with What's Your Position? 513-6969-SEX. That's 513-6969-739. We will answer your questions, hear your comments, and play you live on air. Call us soon. Welcome back, fellow humans. I'm literally like mouthing these words. I love Ludacris. He's so goofy. I know. He's had some like some of the best music videos too. This one's a great video. It's a great video. It's an excellent song. Like truly. Is he underrated? A little bit. Is it because he's in like the Fast and the Furious stuff now? Like he's an actor? I don't think so. I think he was underrated when he was rap. I think that he just so fast. He's I know, like the I like the music in the background too. Woo! One day we'll have Ludacris on the podcast. Will we? If anybody, dude, I'm down. Yeah. I would love. I would for love to, to know Ludacris' story. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so fantasies. Fantasies, huh? Well, see you later. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I asked a question earlier. My stat of the day. I said 79% of people say that they would act on their favorite fantasy of all time. It's about 80%. Meaning about 20% of people say that they either can't because it's physically impossible to be a mermaid uh, or they wouldn't. Merman. <laughs> Merman. 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 Or they wouldn't because of some sort of paraphilia or legalities or things of that nature. But of that 80% that would act on their fantasies, how many have? Robert Maine said 50%. I think so, yeah. Hoping it would be higher. Sadly, it's only 23 I know I'm a little disappointed in everybody. Goddamn humans. Seriously. Um, A lot of reasons that people don't act on their fantasies. People really honest to goodness think that their partners uh, are going to be disgusted with them or like actually feel um, like they're being judged by their partner, you know, or by the by their friends or their their whoever they tell their whoever they tell their fantasies about. Um, But oddly enough, 71% of people who shared their fantasy with their partner received a positive response. So you are more likely to get a positive response from your partner when you share what your fantasy is and sharing fantasies. I'm not saying you need to engage in the act. This has nothing to do with saying, hey, I was I was watching some porn the other day about being gangbanged. And I know. And but sharing the fantasy is not doing the fantasy. Right. But opening up to your partner, communicating what turns you on, communicating what you think about 
actually leads to higher sexual and relationship satisfaction in a in a landslide like the i can tell you what it is it's r.28 which is what? ridiculous well, it's I, a statistical analysis oh, okay. r is it's like usually star point, wars droid. if it's over 0.5 mm-hmm. 0.05 it's statistically significant this is 0.28 oh it's huge it's like a blood alcohol <laughs> right exactly <laughs> Of the people who acted on their favorite fantasies, 51% of those people said it improved their relationship. Yeah, that makes sense. 26% said nothing changed. So 77% of people either had a better relationship or their relationship was just maintained. I was just thinking, I bet what you're talking about uh, telling your significant other your fantasy I bet you there's a good chance that they might have the same fantasy and they're like kind of shy this about This is what I was going to just say. Oh, sorry, man. Because the number one fantasy is multi-partner sex, threesomes. Oh, well that's not what I'm talking I'm just saying like But if I'm that's... talking to my girlfriend I'm like, "Hey, I'm really into nipple play." And she's sure. like, "Oh my god, I am too." I'm just right. embarrassed to like I didn't want to like that's a No, I hear you. you know no, I hear you. Like but that's like the three, so, okay. But that's what I'm saying. Like the likelihood that your partner, especially if you are in a relationship where you're already like on each other's team, you know, right. like you're you're yeah. already in each other's corner and you're you want to make the other person happy. As long as your fantasy isn't something like I want to fuck while bungee jumping, like, you know, mm. interesting thought, but it's a good thrust. Especially if think. let's say you have a fantasy. Let's say your fantasy is um couple swaps. Okay. Take it down a notch. Maybe watch threesome porn with your partner. Like mm. know where your part <clears throat> Know where your partner's at. Meet them where they're at. So if you know your partner's an introvert, they're probably never going to have group sex. Like that's probably not going to happen in in any time. Like you can't just say, hey, I want to have group sex and then go and do that. Like you need to work them up to that level. Mm -hmm. Let's say your fantasy is to um, have people watch you have sex. Video record yourselves. Then yeah. it, it's kind of like your it's camera's kind of watching fans. you. Make some money on you it. You don't have to do anything with it. You can delete it immediately <laughs> well, when it's let's done. Make some, let's make some money. Let's make some money. <laughs> but do you can delete it immediately when right. it's over. But having that sort of like toe in the fantasy, mm-hmm. you you still get something out of it and your partner feels like they have encouraged that for you. And acting on fantasies is actually correlated with higher sexual and relationship satisfaction as well. So why don't people share this? Uh, religion. <laughs> it's always my answer. A lot of individuals think that their partner is going to respond poorly, but 71% mm-hmm. of people had a positive response and 14% of people had a neutral response, which means almost 90% of people didn't have a negative response. Only 15% had a negative response. I think it would also depend on how far you are into a relationship if you're a month in and things are going well and then you're all of a sudden like hey i want to watch you fuck another guy right well uh, yeah. okay right but if you're five years into your marriage and you bring that up it's like okay sure okay let's, so let's you, talk about it so then that's what we want to talk about right. is recognizing the risk versus reward of talking exactly. about it versus acting on it right yeah so if you tell your partner, hey, I, I'm really into mermaid porn and I would love for you to wear like a clamshell 
bra the next time we have sex. And she was like, okay, that's cool. I have a but Disney. Where, but where do you put the penis? Well, <laughs> It's a fabulous question. I feel like there's like a hatch. Or, hey, you remember those onesies that like have snaps in the back? Okay. Maybe there's snaps on that we don't see. And their tail? Maybe. I mean, there's all these scales. And we'll we have don't to know, ask Ariel. We don't know what behind, what's behind the scales. We really don't. You <laughs> also... <the> scales. <laughs> it's scales. It's uh. It's scales. No. They're fish scales. Well, I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess that is the word. I They're was thinking like re- I'm thinking like reptiles. They're okay. fucking fish. Okay. Right. Uh self-disclosure <laughs> and disclosing your fantasies is a slow process, right? Do the slow burn. You don't want to go on a first date and be like, hey, I want to get pounded by ten dudes. Like, that's not first date material. That's not. No. Not first date material. Um, you also want to make sure that you know Hold on. If she says, uh, I want to go bang ten chicks after this not now first date material now we have a conversation <laughs> no, i'm just no, saying no, it's no, probably no, not the layer no, you no, want to no, pull back no, until no. you get to know your partner and we have plenty of episodes on this one of my favorites is how to have a good and lasting relationship knowing your partner's love language and knowing their attachment style are two things that all researchers in the sexual com- community say you should know about your partner not just so you can share your fantasies, but so you know what kind of love your partner needs, what kind of love and attention they're able to give mentally, who they are as a person, how they respond to stress or to um, stressful situations. And you yourself need to know if you're a jealous person, if you're capable of having a fantasy being reenacted in front of you. What if your fantasy is threesomes, but you're also insecure attachment style and you don't want your partner to be shared with anybody. So now you can't act that fantasy out because you yourself are not capable of experiencing joy from that fantasy turned behavior. I have a weird metaphor. Oh boy. It's kind of like when you're dating someone and you try to figure out what their eating style is, like what, do they like to eat? I love Thai food. She doesn't like Thai food. Right. So maybe we can meet in the middle at Chinese or Japanese and we talk about it. And then we have this one spot that we that it's our spot and we don't want anybody else to know. Right. And one night she takes her girlfriend or her like guy friend over yeah. there. And that's like cheating. It's like, that's our fucking spot. You're not supposed to take anybody to Shabu Shabu. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that, I do. I'd be pissed. It's the kind of, it's same th- kind of thing. It's just a little bit more personal than, it's, than food. It, you want to make sure... But it's a conversation. Yeah, yeah just it's like a, con- a relationship. You have to it's know... communication. Yeah, you don't want to take your partner to the wrong restaurant. Yeah, you don't want to take her to the wrong hole. What if she's allergic to shellfish? Yeah, or she <laughs> tastes like shellfish. Oh, tastes, oh. oh, it so was right there, sorry. How do you bring up fantasies to your partner? It's, it's yeah. not necessarily an easy thing to do. You could start by watching... Um, a sexy movie doesn't have to be porn. Can be that's anything, like anything. Some kind that's of scene, like oh, that's basic instinct. I mean, we we are gonna have a game in a little while yeah. of like some really hot movies. Um, basic Instinct is a really hot movie. Um, Could be on the list. It might be uh, 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 Fifty Shades of Grey. Not my favorite movie. I actually spoiler. Think it, it's on the fucking list. Of course, and it is. I don't want it on the list. Um, neither does anyone in the BDSM <laughs> community. But yeah. um, find a movie that pertains to your fantasy, and then maybe. Watch that movie together and yeah. see how they respond. Go to a sex shop. Um, mm. 
right? If you are interested in pegging, go to a sex shop and go to the dildo section and see how that goes. Talk about your dreams. Hey, I had a dream about this last night, or I was thinking about you doing this to me today. Um, also, I think on the other side of that fence, though, too, is that person needs to be open. Like, yeah, you need to know your partner. It, we were talking a lot about if what our fantasies are is and how we communicate that to our partner, the the partner, let's say your partner is coming to you with these fantasies. You got to be open with it. Even if it's super crazy, at least what if that's all I'm like, it's a two way road. It is. Right? Absolutely. Sorry. Yeah. No, it, you're absolutely right. And, and a lot of times you want to start at the bottom, right? Like, um, Ooh, if, if your, <laughs> if your fantasy involves being tied up and, burnt right Whoa. maybe don't start there maybe say hey i bought a silk scarf i would love for you to tie my hands up the next time we have sex I or i would love to wear that as a blindfold like start with the yeah the t-ball the t-ball the, the, the the right yeah. and the then baseball you, metaphor. exactly and and then you work your way up <laughs> to the pitch. big leagues the <laughs> yeah, I, had a, I had a girlfriend that um a few months into you know everything was going great and all of a sudden in the middle of the thing she was like you need to choke me i'm like whoa what's what's up left field <laughs> and i just wasn't expecting it and we communicated like how she uh-huh. wanted it but then i had another girlfriend where she wanted me to call her daddy no and i was like no no, no i'm not gonna yuck anyone's yum but i can't do that hey if it's your thing that's your thing but that's the communication she's like call me or uh or she wanted she, to call she, you. she was calling me daddy no no I, no no, no and i no. stopped her I was like hey sorry it's going down don't call me that i thank <laughs> yeah. you for thank you but no thank you yeah um, do you have enough strength in your relationship to enact this fantasy? Understand that just communicating your sexual fantasies increases sexual desire, mm-hmm. greater sexual relationship satisfaction, and sexual satisfaction. You also want to understand where you and your partner are at sexually. If your partner doesn't like having sex, like if if you if your partner isn't a sexual person, you can share this with them. Don't be surprised or upset if they come back neutral right. or not into it. Uh, sharing it with them is fine because everyone who shares their desires is going to get some sort of uh, elicit some sort of response from their partner. But it doesn't mean you have to engage in it. I got another metaphor. Sorry. It's like writing a song with a band. You come up you know, to the band with this cool idea and they might go, no, nah, I don't like that part, but I like this part. Right. And you Being should be open. flexible and what willing if? to say, yeah, exactly. I love the phrase "what if." What if, yeah? What if we do this instead? What if instead? No, that doesn't of, work. But, but what if we do what this if way? We do it this way. Just keep the ball moving. What if I don't wore a ball gag? Mm, I don't want to do that. But what if you, um, you know, I put a scarf in your mouth? No, I don't want to do that. You know, a minor instead of like G minor. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> If you are going to act upon your sexual fantasies with your partner, please make sure that you are being safe. Um, If you're doing any sort of BDSM play, please make sure that you understand your risk. Make sure you know how to do choking appropriately. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make sure that if you are going to play with things like 
wax or with um, ligatures like rope or scarves that you are doing so in a safe environment and you are not putting anyone's uh, health at risk. Um, also using condoms, making sure that everybody has birth control, making sure that everybody's got up-to-date STD um, awareness. Um, consider having a safe word maybe. Um, oh, yeah. A word that you that, can, yeah. yeah, a word that you can use in the middle of the of the actual act to say, "Hey, this is going into a place that I'm not necessarily comfortable with," um, and that word is is a no holds barred. Like if you say that word, everything stops immediately without judgment, without fear, without any sort of shame or guilt. Make it a word that is um, clear. So you don't want to make it a word like yes or no, uh, because you could be in the middle of the fantasy and want to say no and actually mean yes. So you want to make it something like a color. A lot of spank. Spank! 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 No! Spank! Ah! Of people in the BDSM community like colors, red, green. Oh. Stop, go. Um, Foliage. (laughs) I like words that take take you out of it, like pineapple. Yes. Uh, Banana. Yeah. I mean, that's a little sexual. It's a little sexual, yeah. Uh, Pineapple is not. But a word, multiple syllables. Yeah. Yeah. Onomatopoeia. We gotta have like a daily sex word. (laughs) Onomatopoeia. Like uh, pee wee. Didn't we talk about that? We're gonna have like a pee wee. Daily word. Making sure that you understand that just because you had a fantasy in your head and it went a certain way in your head, that doesn't mean it's gonna go that way. In real life. It's like making a movie. Exactly. In your head, everyone is hot. Everything is perfect. Everyone is is so on point with what they're going to do. Everyone knows their place. Everyone knows their lines. Everyone's hard. Everyone's hard. (laughs) Everyone's And lubed. (laughs) And there's perfect lighting. Hydrated. And everything is glorious and you come in five seconds and it's amazing. Real life doesn't work that way. Sometimes it does. But five seconds? I don't know. However That's long your fantasy, fantasy lasts. Who knows? You want to make sure that anytime you are engaging in your desires, it is about arousal, enjoyment, and pleasure. You don't want anything Fun. to... Exactly. If something... If you get into a situation where you're like, I want to be tied up and then you get tied up and you're like, this sucks. Get untied. <laughs> Take a break. Go have a seltzer. Just, have a smoke. Yeah. Come back. Then recenter. Back and two. find something else to do. Maybe just go back to regular regular sex where you know what's coming. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Uh, but understand that if you are acting out your sexual fantasies, it can increase your awareness, your body autonomy help you feel really powerful and control of who you are, um, of your desires, of your pleasure. Um, it can also help you feel really close to your partner, especially if your partner, like we've been saying, is open and accepting and willing to acclimate their situation. So. I know, right? But they're not. Get out of there. There are some potential risks, obviously, of expressing fantasies, desires, and acting upon them. If your partner thinks your fantasy is horribly disgusting or gross and they no longer want to be with you, I have some news for you. That's not your person unfortunately get on tinder sometimes sharing fantasies like consensual non-monogamy can lead to feelings of jealousy so if you express that feeling to your partner and you say i'd love to explore this fantasy of bringing a third person into the bedroom they may feel inadequate they may feel like they're doing something wrong they might feel like uh you are already cheating on them Make sure that your relationship is in a place where this is something you can talk about and make sure that you are constantly making sure that you're checking in with your partner. Hey, did anything that we talked about 
bring up any issues for you? Did anything that we do cause any sort of um, weird feelings? Do you want to discuss anything afterwards? Aftercare, not only in the BDSM community, but in your regular sex life should be something that you guys do. Make sure that you are um, aware that you have no idea how you're going to react to any given situation in the future. And when sex is involved, your emotions are even fucking higher. So you don't know how you're going to react to pegging your partner. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Turn himself down for that one. You don't know how your partner is going to react to being choked. You don't know how your partner is going to react when you walk out in a giant bunny costume. As long as I have that flap. (laughs) Gotta have the snaps. Gotta have it. Nobody knows what's under the scales. Um, Also, make sure that anything that you're doing... Fur. (laughs) Make sure that any... Apparently, I have a fish fetish. Also, (laughs) make sure that anything that you do um, that could be considered illegal, such as voyeurism, exhibitionism, sex in public, make sure you're not doing that in a place that could put either of you at risk of any illegal activity. Go somewhere safe to do so. Also... Anytime you're engaging in any sort of risk of STIs, like swapping partners, um, non-monogamy, that you are doing everything you can to make both partners feel safe and secure, um, and make sure that you do as much aftercare as possible. A little sneak peek of an episode that I'm working on, uh, monogamy versus consensual non-monogamy. There are about 5% of people in the United States that say they are currently practicing consensual non-monogamy. And this was in a study done in 2014. But 21% of couples say they have experienced consensual non-monogamy. Just since... So 20% dabble, 5% are like into it. Into it. Like that's a lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. Um, Over COVID searches we talked about this on an episode over covid searches for threesomes unicorns um consensual non-monogamy on dating sites unicorn a unicorn is a person who wants to come into an established couple Ah. and be there for their pleasure it could be man or woman man or woman and (laughs) it is somebody who wants to to be utilized um (laughs) well here's why they are down for anything. They will be the. And they're rare. <laughs> they will be the the pleasurer. So they'll come in and just give oral sex to both partners and not take anything in return. And they just head home. And then they just leave, um, into the night like a unicorn. Well, they hit Chick Fil A and then they get they clearly. Hit. Well, not Chick Fil A. No, no, fuck Chick Fil A. They hit uh, Jack Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. There well, that's open twenty four hours. There you go. Breakfast all day. Uh, tacos. Uh, Unofficial sponsor. Jack in the Box. God damn it, Jack Jack in the Box. Spicy chicken sandwich, small curly fry, cider ranch, and an unsweetened iced tea. Dude, two mm. tacos. Use the app. Tacos. If you use the app, you get ninety nine cents. Joe is so pissed. They raised the price of the tacos. That's what I'm saying. If you. If you use the app, it's still ninety nine cents. Yeah, you gotta use the app. Oh my god, I'm gonna tell you. Don't him. if you do it through the drive through, it's like a dollar so twenty nine. Save that twenty nine so cents, thirty happy. cents. Yeah. Uh, consensual non monogamy or unicorns. I'm sorry. Yeah, they like are this. rare, yeah. um, but the search for them over COVID increased on dating apps four hundred percent. Right, that was crazy. Four hundred percent. It's gnarly. Like everyone's kind of getting. I feel like we're in the roaring twenties again. Like there's about to be a fucking sexual revolution happening because we were all oppressed against our will for so many years. Fucking Um, COVID. Most 
human beings and mammals and animals in general are not monogamous. We are not monogamous. We are actually what is called serial monogamists, where we jump from relationship to relationship. True monogamy is one person for the rest of your life. Even if that person dies, you never have another partner ever again. You've never kissed another person. You've never had any sexual contact with anyone but this one human being ever. And you never will. So boring. Ever. You never will. Um, but romantic. Sure. It sounds, yeah, a little romantic. All right. uh, is it? Um, it's a fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Uh, a lot of times individuals who are uh, into consensual non-monogamy uh, are get a lot of shit. Uh, jealousy can happen. And a lot of people don't know boundaries. And so uh, you need to make sure that you establish your boundaries when you are engaging in these fantasies of consensual non-monogamy and know what you want, what you don't want. I don't want you to um, kiss a guy. I don't want you to, you can have a blowjob, but you can't penetrate anybody. So, I mean, you need to establish rules and then come to an agreement on those rules and understand that your rules might change. With the baseball metaphor, um, you know, every team that comes into a new stadium, the uh, the visiting team meets the umpires and the other team, and they talk about the rules of the stadium. Hey, that you know, if the ball hits that wall and it, they right every series they will explain to the other team and the umpires. Yeah, this is the rules for this ballpark. Yeah, and now we're gonna play a game. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of the same thing. Kind of. Sorry, every, I love the baseball metaphors. Every fantasy <laughs> might actually be different than the one before it because yeah. you're having a different fantasy next, each, next each week, and every time. Yeah, next week you're at Tampa Bay. It's a totally different exactly. stadium. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you never fucking know. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to have If you, you hit it off the roof, it's a home run. Like, <laughs> I was going to have you sorry. play a guessing game once I find it. Hold on one mm. second. I'm very excited because I don't know if you're going to get this. Where did it go? Well, in the meantime, you can check out What's a Resident Podcast on Instagram. And please call us at 513-6969-SEX. Please leave a voicemail or yes, a text. Nobody or, does this. No, I think I think just everyone's just a bunch of cowards. I do too. I'm calling them out. Cowards. I've called them out Fucking before. cowards. They're cowards. Uh, who do we fantasize about? Mm. Most often. Who? Who? Um, celebrities. Porn stars. Actually, less than seven percent of people say that they fantasize about famous people. Ninety percent of people say they fantasize about a romantic partner or a current partner. And if they are single, mm-hmm. exes are most likely to appear in someone's fantasy. Yeah, most people have fantasized about a celebrity before. It's kind of hard. Now I'm thinking about it. Like, I don't... Hard. I don't... Ha! Yeah, it's like... I think... Uh, like, Scarlett Johansson's like... She's a babe. Okay. But it's weird. If I try to throw her into my fantasy, my brain goes, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Okay. Come on. Along those lines, I want you to guess the top three as of 2018. Mm-hmm. Top three women... That heterosexual men fantasize about. Okay, I'll go Scar Scarjo. Okay, she's um, number one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, for some reason, Angelina Jolie is coming in my head. Actually, gay and bisexual individuals fantasize about Angelina Jolie more than heterosexual men because she's a little more yeah. androgynous. Yeah. 
I can see that. But Angelina Jolie is on this list. Um, all the girls that I'm... I'm going to give you a hint. Yeah, give me a hint. She ha- she's been in two Oprah series oh, mo- two movie two movie like um uh franchises hmm. one that was based on a book and one that is based on a comic book she was blue Zendaya? she was blue in one of them oh Jennifer Lawrence oh what was she blue in she was mystique an X-Men. Oh, yeah. I and then she was Katniss that. in Hunger Games. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Aniston is the other individual. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's hot. Heterosexual women. Who are their top three? Um, They're all named Chris. Chris Evans, Chris Pratt. There's no Chris's and I'm pissed. Bull- cut bullshit. Bullshit is what I'm saying. Chris Hemsworth is not on that nope. fucking list. Nope. Bullshit. Channing Tatum. God, he's a terrible actor. They're not. Okay, Looking at him for his acting chops. I just want these ladies to have some. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> okay. 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 Now we're back on track. Ryan Reynolds. Adam Levine. All right. Gross. Well, he's hot. Uh, Musician. Chris Hemsworth. Not way The hotter. rock star thing, man. I guess. Yeah. The Whatever. ladies love the rock stars. Whatever. Haley, Haley from Paramore is, is very hot. <laughs> She's not bad. Uh, interestingly enough, as She's far cute. as race is concerned, Hmm. Idris. White people were the only group to show a strong in-group preference. So white people tend to fantasize about white people more. I I am. I am nothing against. I I like uh, Zendaya. She's beautiful. Mm. I can look at people of color and say, you are beautiful. You are fucking sexy. But for some reason, it's not. I can't control it. Like. People can't control their gay. I just do not have a sexual uh, direction towards people of color. I I do like people of white. It sounds racist. <laughs> white. Sorry. I, no, I'm actually going to explain to you why. Okay. Asian Americans showed a strong outgroup preference for white people. African Americans and Hispanic individuals. Um, they love the white, the, yeah. the chubby white chicks. Yeah. Yeah. See and what I'm saying? The issue, the reason is because, do you know why? Do you want to guess? Taboo. No. No. Well, I could see, you know, in some interracial thing, that's like a thing. I can't be with the black dude because, you know. It is because white people have the most social and political power and therefore shape the standards of beauty. And everything is almost always through a white lens. So porn is very, it does suck. Yeah. That's exactly why, though. Because yeah. we see a lot of things in this. Remember, this study was done in the United States right. where being white is seen as the epitome of whatever the fuck we want to think that it is. So a lot of individuals who are people of color right. fantasize about white individuals. Hmm. Also, because hmm. famous people, mm-hmm. a lot of time in this country, the famous hot people that are in all the movies. I mean, if you think about it, we have a huge disparity in Hollywood of including persons of color in our movies and seeing them as better. seeing them as sex symbols and not hypersexualized individuals or rapists or, um, you know, we have all these stereotypes that we, yeah. we put tropes on Asian Americans. We put these stereotypes on black men and black women. Um, so it's, it's very 
possible that the reason people fantasize about white people more often than any other race is because in America, that's just sort of how we've framed it. That's hor- that's how we have framed sexuality. It's crazy. It is because white people have less sex. White people are fucking prudes, man. Goddamn Puritans. Jesus Christ. Like I said, religion. When we come back, we're going to talk about some some movies uh, that are steamy. Um, 16% of people say that their favorite fantasy comes from porn that they have watched, but 81% say that they have sought porn that reflects a fantasy, which I thought was interesting. We're not going to talk about porns. We are going to talk about actual movies um, that are potentials for uh, fantasy reenactment, if you will, uh, when we come back. Join us. What's your position? Sexy moment in TV and movie history. Oh God, this was your idea, George. It's a good idea, right? It's a good idea. Monogamy is sexual slavery. She got an exquisite pussy. Well, how about my exquisite erection, huh? Eva, what do you think? You like my exquisite exquisite erection? Hmm? Do you like my erection selection? What do you think, Eva? Yeah. You're going to take it. You're going to take that dick. You're going to take that dick. Huh? I'm going to pop off a piece of my dick. Oh, yeah, I'm fixin's to fuck you. I'm going to fuck you. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get it all up in your vage. Get it up in your vage with my dick. With my dick. Gonna put it in with my dick. I'm gonna put my dick in. I'm gonna put my dick in. What's up, man? Hey, you man. All right? What's up? All right. Well, I know it's Paul Rudd. Indeed, I fantasize about that that dude. We, you know, we share the same birthday. That's a good one. I know. He's my favorite celebrity birthday twin. Yeah. I uh, I celebrated my birthday with my bir- celebrity birthday twin. Uh, oh, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. The lead singer of Thursday. No, but oh. I do share that. That's a good one. James that Va- is- yeah. No, James Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek. Oh, okay. I worked on a TV show but with him. you do him. have the same birthday as the lead singer of Thursday. I do. Okay. My favorite Woo! band. Is that so crazy? <laughs> I don't know. Many people have the same birthday with... Any member of any band. Like, it's pretty crazy. It's That's like, true. I'd be okay with it. It was a guitar player. What movie was that? You never heard of? I don't know. Give me that dick. That's hilarious. God. I love when he did. Wait, 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 wait. Is that I Love You, Man? No. Oh. He's, what's funny, too, is he's like talking to himself in the mirror. <laughs> Who is he talking about? 
it's it's the movie Wonderlust. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's him and Jennifer Aniston, and they're a couple, and they go to like this uh, commune or something that they fuck. Okay, and it's Jennifer very... Aniston is probably one of my least favorite actresses. Oh, she's a lot though. Oh, she's an awful actress. She can be funny. She does the same thing mm. every time. She's I, the same person yeah. every time. But she does it well. So sure. does Christopher Walken. I mean, don't compare Jennifer Aniston to Christopher mean, Walken. I'm just saying. But I do need to see really Wan- Wanderlust. Wanderlust. Wanderlust is very good. It's very, gonna, it's very stupid it. and funny. Yeah. I need to see it for sure. Okay, so we are going to go through, what is it, 10? The movie sex scenes people fantasize about recreating most often. Okay, so I, do I need to do this in order? Or can I just name them? I mean... They have them ranked, but I don't know if they've. Really I don't know if I can fucking do it in order. But I sexandpsychology.com. Oh wow. Okay. I definitely. Do you know, know a Justin? Was this wait? Justin Lee Miller. That is the fucking website I'm on. Oh yeah. Holy shit. That's that dude. I love him. Wow. That's I did. I really, really didn't funny. mean to, I was just like one of the first things that popped up. Wow. I'm going to have to tell him that we did an episode all about him. <laughs> didn't oh even mean God. to. Okay. okay. So you've, 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 uh, okay. So pre- obviously, obviously, uh, 50 shades of gray is on there and I'm assuming it's the That's scene. That's number six. Okay. I'm assuming it's the scene where he it show, takes her to his room and ties her up and spanks her and all that shit. Or maybe most the f- people who mentioned this film didn't talk about the specific scenes except for the elevator sex scene, uh, yeah. which was mentioned a couple times. More often, people simply said any scene any from scene. this movie involving bondage is one they'd like to recreate. Um, I'm also going to say Cruel Intentions. Cruel Intentions, number seven, the most commonly mentioned scene from this movie it's by the one far. Where Selma Blair makes out with uh, uh, Selma Blair makes out with Sarah Sarah Michelle Geller. They don't say the actress; it's Catherine okay. and Cecile. Okay, yeah. Is it? Is it? That's, that's uh, Blair. Yeah, Selma Blair, the one that fucking oh, was doing her. coke in in L.A. when I went to a Hollywood party oh, the first shit. time I ever went to a party in Hollywood. She was the one of the first actresses I ever gave breakfast to. Oh, <laughs> yeah, in oh. her trailer. She made fun of my dress. She wasn't nice. Yeah. Sorry. Although I will say. It sucks that what's my... happening to her now. She has I like, know. She has a really bad like, disease. Is it ALS? Or... Yeah, yeah. It's not good. That sucks, man. I'm going to say wild things. There's a pool scene with Kevin Bacon, oh, Nev Campbell. That's what I'm thinking of. Is that that's, not on there? That's what That was the scene I was trying to think of. Wild things. The most frequently mentioned scene from this movie has the, the threesome scene. between Sam, Susie. That's the movie I was trying to think of. I'm going to go Eyes Wide Shut because that movie's all about group sex. Nicole Kidman, Tom Cruise, they have an orgy. Not in the top 10. Okay. Could be 11. <laughs> it's going Could be number to 11. 11. It goes to 11. I'm going to go with Basic Instinct, Sharon Stone, Michael Douglas. How would you recreate that? I don't know, but... just. Spreading your legs, I guess. No, not, no, on, the, not, not on, on the list. list. Not on the list. Um, I don't. I, I wouldn't want to recreate that. I'm going to inter or interrogate this woman <laughs> <laughs> about murder or something. Um, she's gonna be show okay. What about original sin with Angelina Jolie? Because they actually have actual sex. So Angelina Jolie no. and Antonio Banderas no, have sex in a bathtub, and it's one of the only movies that is not rated X where there is actual penetration. Hmm. She let Antonio Banderas fuck her. I right, didn't know that. Rightfully so, because that's hot. No, um, let's think more 
not blockbuster. Well, a little bit blockbuster. Bigger, bigger movies though. Bigger movies. How about a superhero movie with an intense kiss? Spider-Man. Spider-Man 1. There was only one scene mentioned from this movie, the upside-down kiss between Spider-Man and Mary Jane. This specific scene was actually mentioned more than than any scene in any other film. One participant who said she actually tried... No, it's number two. uh, Tried to recreate this in real life and was disappointed. It seemed like it would have been a really interesting sensation. Then I tried it, and it felt like a regular upside... Right-side upside... Sorry. Then I tried it, and it felt like a regular right side up making out. Yeah. I don't think it's a brilliant idea. And they both said that they hated it because water was going up his nose the whole time, and he kept like sneezing on her. Nice. I'm going to go with Crazy Stupid Love. Nope. Damn it. I will say there's one movie on here that I don't recognize, and I'll I'll just say this. Number eight, Blue is the Warmest Color. Oh, my God. That fucking scene is so fucking hot although there are a few sex scenes in this film it's most people spe- specifically mention ever. the extended seven minute lesbian sex scene between a di- oh so stephanie black and Swan Ash- too. stephanie and oh yeah black swan is so hot but stephanie and ashley in our zippity doodah episode in season one mentioned blue is the warmest color and oh. told me to go watch that instead of lesbian porn because that movie is actually what lesbian sex looks like well, there you go. So I did. Okay. And it's good. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Never seen it. Okay, I need you to give me a hint for number one. Number one. Not a not a not a like a gimme. Like 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 we're at Disneyland think, in line. I get you. Think about what it's it's this is a dumb number one. God damn it. It's really dumb. That's I'm a, that's the first one. I'm kind of pissed about it too. There's really no here, I'll tell you what it says. While several different scenes have were mentioned from this movie, the single most common was the uh, uh, iconic scene of so and so and so and so kissing in the rain. Kissing in the rain. Kissing in. Is it it's, Casablanca? No. Think about what is like the most <sighs> like romantic, not movie, but like chicks love this goddamn movie. The Notebook. The fucking Notebook. Number one. You know their relationship is what's literally it, so toxic. I, I, I can't quit you. No, that, oh, that's, no, that's Brokeback Mountain. No, he says... Um, that's that's Brokeback oh, What does he say? He's like, I've always loved you. I, I've never stopped loving you. That's what it is. And, yeah. and then she runs up to him and then she makes out with him and then they have sex again. And then it's... I mean, it's a great fucking movie, but uh, that's kind of annoying. Okay, here's another hint for another one. Number four... I got number like, four. I got like five. Yeah, you, you did really good. Number four. Um, I this this came up in my thoughts when I thought about sex and movies. Think about a movie that's based around an office. Okay. Okay. Die Hard. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The secretary. Secretary. Most yeah. people who talk about this movie mention the scenes involving bondage, especially yes. the one where yes. Edward ties Lee to yes. a tree yes. and they pretend to <clears throat> proceed to have sex mm-hmm. and consummate their marriage. Yeah, that movie was hot. Yeah, it's pretty hot. It was a great movie. Maggie Gyllenhaal is like, we talked about this. Jake and Maggie Gyllenhaal are both underrated hot. No, Jake, Jake is rated pretty good. Maggie is underrated. She's gorgeous. She's she's not mm. gorgeous. She's just like she's unconventionally so, cute. Oh, I love her. And she and I, I think that most of it's her personality. Yeah, she's sassy fuck as fuck. Yeah, dude. Yeah, 
Yeah, I hear you. All right. Um, I'll give you number three because I don't think you're going to guess No, this. let me try. Okay. it's It has a number in it. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the description. Nine, uh, nine, uh, wait. Uh, uh, nine and a half weeks. This was another film where several different scenes were mentioned. In mm-hmm. fact, some folks say they wanted to recreate the, the entire, entire movie. movie. <laughs> However, the most commonly mentioned scenes involve the ones where the main characters have steamy sex in public stairway, stairwell as it rains on them, as well as the scenes where John erotically feeds Elizabeth a bunch of different foods in front of a refrigerator, yep. including cherries, strawberries, jello, and milk, yep. which is redone in uh, Hot Shots. Is it? Yeah, the, the, the With Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah great scene. Great scene. <laughs> he cooks eggs. But it on is her nine belly. and a half weeks, right? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, see, I told you I'd get okay. it. Okay. Um, number five. It's on a boat. <sighs> I'm on a boat. It's on a boat. Sex scene on a boat. Sex scene on a Titanic. Oh my god Hand on on the window If you watched this film before The relevant scenes shouldn't be too hard For you to guess because there's not a lot Of erotic content here The only scenes people really mention Were the ones where Jack and Jack draws Rose into the nude As well as the Mm. steamy car sex scene I mean sex in a car I mean, that's not. Come on, that's not actually. That's number. That's number three on all time fantasies. Is sex the hand on the window? Yeah, yeah. So good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. I like that one. It's good. good. All right. Um. All right. So we did. uh, So number one was. Let me go back. Number one was Notebook. Number two was Spider Man One. Number three was Nine and a Half Weeks. Number four is Secretary. Number five is Titanic. Number six is Fifty Shades of Grey. Seven is Cruel Intentions. Eight is Blue is the Warmest Color. Number nine is the one you haven't guessed yet. Okay. The most commonly mentioned scene from this film was one where... Don't say the character name. Yeah, I can't. It's it's too obvious to you. Immediately after trying to kill each other... Mr. Proceed, and Mrs. Smith. God damn it, I shouldn't have said that. Yes, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Smith. Proceed to have rough, passionate sex all over the house like they've just destroyed it. Yeah. I love that movie. It's, it's a great movie. I like it's that movie. It's an underrated movie, and it's where they fell in love, and you can see the chemistry on film. You can see it. Like, it's hot. You can see their fucking like, chemistry. But now it's kind of sad. A little bit. But that happens. That happens. People fall in love They need to do another movie together. Time. Let's do another movie together. <laughs> Spice up your romance. Do there another movie together. Um, I hope that this has been informational for you. I hope that you've understood the difference between fantasy, desire, and behavior. And I hope that it sort of shed some light on the fact that your fantasies may not be that uncommon. I also want to make sure you understand that sharing your fantasies with your partner increases your sexual satisfaction and your relationship satisfaction. Overwhelmingly so. I hope that you take away from this that you are not an outlier your fantasies are probably your partner's fantasies. And if not, there's got to be some facet of that fantasy that your partner shares. And even if you share your fantasy and never intend on acting on it because you can't become a mermaid, I hate to break it to you, but you will never be a mermaid. At least you've shared a piece of yourself with your partner and they can maybe help you live out that fantasy in another way. Uh, Maybe you can have sex at an aquarium. I don't know. Maybe you can get a mermaid tail with snaps under the scales. If God allows it. I will end you. I cannot believe this. What if what if the mermaid or merman was 
the other way. Where they had legs. But not a top? They have a fish top. What's a fish top? (laughs) Sexy marlin. Like fins? I don't know. What's a sexy fish to you? (laughs) A mermaid. (laughs) Do you know? Marlins are pretty pretty beautiful. Do you know what a mermaid probably was to the people who saw them? A fucking manatee. Probably, yeah. Fat. Or just hallucinations. hallucinations. They were doing seals, maybe. They yeah. were doing a lot of, doing a lot of mushrooms and shit. Fantasies are a natural and normal part of our sexual uh, lifestyles, our sexual desires. 98% of people have sexual fantasies. Um, 81% of people seek out porn that emulate their fantasies. If you want to spice up your sex life, bring it up to your partner. Uh, then you don't have to watch porn. You can actually act out these fantasies in real life and see if there's something that you want to bring into your sexual repertoire. Safely. Safely. Lubricated. Lubricated. Also, don't burn your house down unless you have a friend who's a firefighter. They make candles now that that are fake flames. It's not about the fire. It's about the (laughs) wax. And you have to have actual fire to get actual wax. I don't get that. Don't yuck someone else's yum. I'd rather like have like food play. Than like well, wax play. That's novelty. And they're both novelty and they're both valid. Okay. Just be safe. Just be fire, safe. Make sure your fire signatures are up to date. Dude, I need to know if we have a fire tree. I actually don't even know. You, need, you probably do. I probably do. You need right. one downstairs. Right you probably need now. two downstairs two. and one up here. Why two? Just in case. One in the front, one in the back. All right. I'm going to ask. It's you know what? I'm going to ask Bunky if that's an actual thing. Yeah. I mean, we. I guess, yeah, we do go a firefighter. <laughs> he would know. Do I need two fire, fire extinguishers? I, I think you would at least say one for one upstairs, one downstairs. I would agree with that. Yeah. That's fair. I'm saying two downstairs. Yes, yeah, overachiever. <laughs> Please uh, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, What's Your Position Podcast. Email us if you have any questions. Gmail, What's Your Position Podcast at gmail.com. Call us at 513 6969 uh, send us your messages, send us your texts, send us your love, send us your questions, your comments, your concerns. Cowards. Cowards. Send us your favorite sexual fantasy. I have been asking. I mean that in the best way. I'm not saying I have been. you guys are afraid. Just No one's going to know. Yeah, you no don't have to put know. your name. No one's going to know. You could be Jane Doe. They're not going to know. Yeah. How will they know? Uh, I have asked three questions recently on my Instagram about your favorite sexy songs. I really want to do a podcast on sexy songs. And how music shapes our sexual behaviors and our um, sexual preferences. So please give me your sexy songs. I would love to have them. I will also feature them on this podcast because we love sexy songs very much. We're also working (laughs) on a Spotify playlist for What's Your Position. And iTunes. And iTunes. Sorry. Sorry. I'm iTunes. You're Spotify. I'm Spotify. I know. Yes. Uh, well, you can find us. You can find us at both, by the way, Spotify yeah. and iTunes, in case you needed one or the other. Make sure you follow us, download, and share with your friends, especially episodes like this, episodes like our Roe versus Wade episode, um, episodes uh, where we con- we we tackle controversial topics. Um, we have something for everybody. We we do seltzer. You can choose. You have to listen to everyone. Weed. You don't. We, we th- want everyone to listen. We to We want you to listen to all of them. But, but I don't expect everyone. Just to. pick the ones that you like. Please remember, this is masturbation May, so rub one out. This is also mental health May, so make sure you're taking care of yourself uh, mentally and physically. Remember that masturbation does increase your mental health, uh, and also remember to stay safe, stay kind, and stay fucking sexy. I'm not gonna wait I'm in
What's Your Position podcast represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of error. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. Imagination